You're highly welcome to the Precious People's Assembly for All Nations podcast, a place where we share God's word and empower you for your assignment in the marketplace, guided by Senior Pastor Sam Otenaki. Now, why don't you sit tight for today's sermon as we dig deep into the word and discover how to be God's representatives wherever we go. The Lord God of heaven and earth, El Elyon, is our Jehovah Mekodishkem, and the Lord that sanctifies us. Is the God of gods and the Lord of lords. He is that everlasting God. If it's that to you, just wave those hands and take that song one more time. El Elyon, the Lord God of heaven and earth. There is nothing upon the face of the earth that can hinder you because we are serving the God that is the Lord of heaven and the earth. thereof, the world and all that lives within her. Father, we are grateful to you. Because you, El Elyon, you are our God. You, El Elohim, the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings, you are our God. You are the everlasting God. No matter how terrible our situations may have been, they have an expiry date. You are the only one that does not expire. Yes, you are the one that is everlasting. We bow before you this morning. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we have worshipped. And the people of God say, let's give it up to him and make a joyful noise to the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen and amen and amen. Glory to God. I'm grateful to God for what he's doing. And um, that which he has begun, he will perfect in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I wanted to key in to the spirit because of what God is doing. Hallelujah. Amen. I told my dear daughter, the head of the Precious Voices, I said, but you know what? Last Sunday was glorious. Because God knew what the devil knows what was in the offering. How many of you know that today is different? How many of you know that last Sunday was different? Can you sense the move and the grace and the unction? Hallelujah. She was on her way to church to join the service and then the devil orchestrated an accident for her. 
That's the head of the choir. And um, thank God he's all under control. Can I have an amen? And I thank you, precious voices, for peppering the devil. Hallelujah. For peppering him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's give it up to the Lord. Oh. This year, every plans, wild schemes of the enemy against you shall be frustrated. I said they shall be frustrated. There's evil schemings against your progress. We see no light of the day. In the name of Jesus. Why? Because we are more than conquerors. And the everlasting God, the Lord God of heaven and earth is backing us off. In the name of Jesus. Let me pump your neighbor's hand and give him a high five or yeah, him or her and high five. And say the everlasting God is behind you. The everlasting God is with you. The Lord of Lords is your backbone. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. Please, you may be seated in his presence. Glory to God. Wow, wow, wow. That was awesome. Amen. This morning, we are taking that into a higher realm as we continue to look at the watchword of the Lord for us in this year, 2023, by examining Psalm 30. We'll read verses 1 to 7. And the theme, the subtitle of this morning's message is Boasting in the Lord. Hallelujah. Boasting in the Lord. Because that's what we have just done. El Elyon, the Lord God of heaven and earth. Is our Jehovah Mekodishkem, the Lord that sanctifies us. The Lord of Lords, El Elohim, the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. That everlasting God is the one we will boast in. Can I have an amen? amen. We'll make our boast in, in him. Psalm 30 from verse 1. I will exalt you, Lord, for you lifted me out of the depths. And did not allow my enemies, I'm reading the NIV, to gloat over me. Lord, my God, I called to you for help and you healed me. You, Lord, brought me up from the realm of the dead. You spared me from going down to the pit. Sing praises to the Lord. You, his faithful people, praise his holy name. For his anger lasts only a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. Weeping may stay for the night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. Verse 6. When I felt secure, I said, I will never be shaken. 7. Lord, when you favored me, you made my royal mountain stand firm. But when you hid your face, I was dismayed. Hallelujah. Jeremiah chapter 9, verse 23 and 24. NIV. This is what the Lord says. Jeremiah 9, 23 and 24. 
two passages of text. Jeremiah chapter 9. This is what the Lord says. Let not the wise boast of their wisdom or the strong boast of their strength or the rich boast of their riches. But let the one who boasts boast about this. About what? That they have the understanding to know me. That I am the Lord who exercises kindness, justice, and righteousness on the earth. For in these I delight, declares the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. As we progress this morning, what exactly does it mean to boast? To boast is an expression of speech that expresses pride in oneself or one's accomplishments. It's a form of speech. And it's an expression of pride in yourself or in your accomplishments. To boast also means to puff oneself up in speech, to puff up yourself in speech, to speak vaingloriously. To boast also means, according to the Merriam-Webster's dictionary, to speak or assert with excessive pride. To assert yourself with pride. It often suggests ostentation and exaggeration. And you know that exaggeration is a department of lies. So boasting oftentimes suggests ostentation and exaggeration. At other times, it may imply a claiming with proper and justifiable pride. For example, if a city or a town should boast of one of the best museums in their area, that could be justifiable. They have the best museum. Hallelujah. But most times it suggests ostentation and exaggeration. What are the synonyms of boast? What are the synonyms? Similar words. One of them is brag, to brag. And to brag suggests a crudity and an artlessness in glorifying yourself. You know, when you are bragging, it's a crude way of behavior of glorifying yourself. And we have those we call braggarts. They are always bragging and throwing their weights around. Another synonym for boast is to vaunt, V-A. U-N-T. And this usually connotes more lump, more pomp and bombast than boast. But it's less than bragging, less naive than bragging. Can I have an amen? A country's president can vaunt his country's military might. And who in recent history did that to another nation? 
Who? President Putin. He vaunted this nation's military might, lined up along the border of Ukraine, hundreds of tanks, and the whole world thought it was a joke. He was vaunting his country's military prowess. Another synonym for boast is to crow like a cock, cock crow at dawn, to crow. And this usually implies exultant boasting or bragging. Someone can crow after winning the championship. Hallelujah. So these are synonyms of boast, to brag, to vaunt, or to crow. But today we are discussing these subjects in the background of our text, wherein the psalmist King David, after God has helped him and he has been anointed king over Israel and Judah, and King Hiram of Tyre came to build a palace for him because he refused to stay in the palace of Saul. And after or during the dedication of the temple, he began to brag and make a boast. And he said to us in Psalm 30 verse 6 that we read, When I felt secured, I said, I will never be shaken. He made a boast. But he soon realized when he was afflicted and almost died of sickness, he cried to God for help. Lord, lift me up out of the depths. And when he cried to him, he says, Lord, heal me. And I was restored and lift me up to a higher ground. Can I have an amen? So we're discussing this subject with this background. In Psalm 30, verse 6 and 7, I read again, reading the English Standard Version. As for me, I said in my prosperity, I shall never be moved. By your favor, O Lord, you made my mountain stand strong. Because when you hid your face, I was dismayed. Hallelujah. May the Lord never hide his face from you. In the name of Jesus. So why and when do people boast? Why do men boast? Why? Why do they boast? Many times, men boast to prove their perceived superiority or in an attempt to create admiration for themselves. So they want to be admired. They want to, they, they want to be valued. So as a result, they can go into exaggeration, which is a department of lies, and puff up speech about themselves. Because they want to, you know, provoke an admiration of themselves. Sometimes they boast because they want to prove their perceived superiority. When you go for an interview, for example, and you are asked, tell us about yourself. What do you do? You begin to, you know, compose yourself properly. And sometimes you begin to make a boast. Puff yourself up. Hallelujah. And God help you if none of those people there know the project you are talking of. Can I have an amen? So you want to prove your perceived superiority or suitability for the post. 
so you can make a boast and attempt to create admiration for themselves. What other reasons can we look at why men boast? Men boast sometimes to showcase their accomplishments. I've done this, I've done this, I've done this. In an attempt to impress their superiors or their colleagues. To showcase their accomplishments, people boast. At other times, people boast to try to make you insecure about yourself. They puff themselves up to make you feel inferior. To make you feel insecure. Whereas they are the ones that are insecure. And they are only trying to project their insecurity on you. Can I have an amen? So they make a boast and you know, it's because of their insecurity. Empty barrels, the Englishman says, makes the most noise. It's because there is nothing there. When you, start, when you see a man who is bearing doctor, professor, senator, it's because his name means nothing, carries less weight. So he needs those appellations to boost himself up. Can I have an amen? Who were you born with, professor? Were you born with doctor? Were you born with this? Hallelujah. And that's why many times I address myself as Samuel Tenaike. Can I have an amen? It doesn't matter what the appellate is. It doesn't matter what the, what the prelate is. Shout hallelujah. So men boast sometimes to make you feel insecure. Want to prove their superiority over you or over the situations they find themselves. Another reason why men boast is because they trust in themselves, their possessions and ability, which gives them a sense of a false sense of security. You know, they just want to lean on something, they want to stand on something, so they begin to boast. Oh, I have these. Oh, I have that. Just because they feel empty. So they want to, you know, they're looking for something to lean upon. Hallelujah. And you know what? Sometimes men boast because they want to impress the opposite sex. Hallelujah. The man begins to tell you he wants to impress the babe. And you know, uh, this is who I am. And this is who I am. Because he wants to impress you. Glory to God. Can I have an amen? Oftentimes, those who boast of their wealth, of their riches, they are not really rich. Because those who are, they have no reason to boast about it. Can I have an amen? <clears throat> Glory to God. So let's look into the scriptures and look at why and when people make their boast. We'll look at the story of a group of people known as the Ammonites. They boasted of their valleys, of their valleys, of the fruitfulness of their valley that they felt gave them protection from the enemies. In other words, these folks, the topography of their country was such that it had valleys that was a mountains. How many of you know that wherever you find a valley, there will be a mountain? So because the topography of their country was such that, you know, it had valleys and mountains like you have in Asorok, so they felt that it was the topography that was preserving them from being attacked by the enemies. 
So they decided to make a boast of their land. They felt their protection was in it. So they will invite you to come to the valley and fight. Some other soldiers will be staying at the top. And when they succeed in dragging you to the valley, they will attack you from above. The Ammonites. Go with me to the book of Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter 49. These guys, Ammonites, felt secured from invasion because their people lived in an inaccessible region and because of their great wealth. Jeremiah 49, let's read from verse 1 to 6. Jeremiah chapter 49. We can read the New King James Version. Against the Ammonites, thus says the Lord, has Israel no son? Has he no heir? Why then does Milcom inherit God and his people dwell in his cities? Leave it on verse 1 for a minute. Hallelujah. So this was a lamentation by prophet Jeremiah against the Ammonites. So God was speaking through his prophets. As Israel no son, as he no heir, why then does Milcom inherit God and his people, in other words, the Ammonites dwelling in Israel's cities? And this speaks volume. And as I was reading this passage, I'm actually going to verse 5 or 6. But as I began to look at this passage, this began to speak to me. As Israel no son, as he no heir, why then does Milcom? Milcom is the god of the Ammonites or the abomination of the Ammonites. Just like you have Chemosh, the abomination of the Moabites. So Milcom was their god. Milcom was the abomination. Milcom was the god that the people of Ammon served. But here they are, they had invaded Israel. And, you know, Milcom was now ruling their land of God. So God began to raise this lamentation. Is it because there is no son in Israel? Is it because there is no heir? Hallelujah. Friends, listen to me. It will take sons to hold on to the blessings of the Lord over a life. It will take sons to hold on to the blessings of God over a family. It will take true and genuine sons to hold on to the blessing of God upon a nation. Can I have an amen? Sons are different from children. Sons are matured sons. Those who can stand in the place of the father. Those who have become mature that can represent the father. God says, is, are there no sons in Israel? Are there no heirs? Friends, listen to me. If you are running a business, you are running an enterprise, or you are running a family, you must train up your children to become matured sons and daughters. You want the continuity of your family. You must raise up your children, train them up in the ways of the Lord, so that when they are old, they can stand their own ground. Otherwise, whatever family wealth you are building will be filtered away like, like that. Hallelujah. Has Israel no sons? Has he no hair? I am the God of Israel who have led you this far. How come Milcom has displayed me in your cities? How come? Because there are no sons. 
If you are running a business, you are a businessman. You must think of legacy. If you are a president of a nation, you must think of legacy. No matter the great you have done for eight years, if you have not raised a successor that can stand in your place, all the gains of eight years can be frittered away in just one week of governance. Has Israel no sons? Has he no hair? And that's why as a leader, you must think of legacy. If you're a businessman or a businesswoman, you must think of succession. Succession planning if you want that business to continue to the next generation. God says, as Israel no son, as he no hair, why then has Milcom inherited God and his people dwelling in the cities of my people? Shout hallelujah. And you know what? That's why our mission is to raise sons who will be able to establish God's kingdom in their marketplaces of life. Can I have an amen? No matter the mountain you may be occupying, if it's the mountain of education, mountain of politics, mountain of arts, sports, and celebration, you need sons to be able to drive away the pigs on the mountains. There are pigs on those mountains. Those who do, who, who are do no gooders. They don't mean well for the nation. They don't mean well for the establishment. All they are interested in is shua shua. Can you imagine that even school sat has become a problem in, in our country? Running exams in universities is all about cheating and all manners of stuff that are taking place. Why? Because there are no sons. Because ruling on those mountains are pigs who are wallowing in squalor. Hallelujah. Has Israel no son? If you don't have sons, those who have the spirit of sonship, who fear God, who wants to establish the kingdom of God, the pattern of God, the righteousness of God on those mountains, it will lead to what happened. Milcom will begin to inherit the cities of God's people. Shout hallelujah. Why then does Milcom inherit God? Why are other gods ruling and reigning? In Nigeria and many of our African countries, there are more churches than schools, more churches than hospitals, and yet there are more sick people, there are more uneducated and illiterate than even other nations. What an abomination. And yet there are more churches. And churches, what should they do? Provide healing, provide succor, provide education. Yet there are more churches than schools, and yet we have more illiterates being produced. Hallelujah. May the Lord have mercy upon us in the name of Jesus. May the Lord turn around our morning to dancing. As a nation, may the Lord deliver us and turn around our situation and produce dancing for us all the way this year. In the name of Jesus. I may not know how. We may never be able to fathom how God is going to do it. But God won't leave us in this state that we are in. In the name of Jesus. How shall these things be? Mary asked, how can a woman who has never known any man, who no man has seen as cat, how can she be with child? The angel says, she shall be with child of the Holy Ghost. How can these things be? I know no man. But the God of all possibilities, who visited Mary, who knew no man, that God will visit Nigeria. That God will visit Nigeria. It is only God's anointed man that he has prepared from the foundation of the world that Nigeria needs at this stage of our country. Things have gone so bad and terrible that we, we don't even know what to say. 
How shall these things be? But there is a God of all possibilities. And because we believe, Mark 9, Mark 9, 23, to him that believes, all things shall be possible. When believers that believe God and mix and joins their faith with the faith of the God of all possibilities, miracles happen. 2023 Nigeria will experience a miracle. In the name of Jesus, the Lord will turn around our captivity. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Verse 2, Jeremiah 49. I will read verse 1 again. Against the Ammonite, thus says the Lord, has Israel no sons? Has he no hair? Why then does Milcom inherit God and his people dwell in its cities? Therefore, behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, that I will cause to be hard an alarm of war in Rabbah of the Ammonites. It shall be a desolate mound and our villages shall be burned with fire. Then Israel shall take possession of his inheritance, says the Lord. Can I have an amen? amen. I say an alarm of war will sound this year. In your family, an alarm of war will sound. In your business, an alarm of war will sound. And every pig that has, that has disrupted your progress, every pig, every demon and their agents that are sitting on your prosperity, sitting on your progress, an alarm of war is sounding. In the name of Jesus, every works of theirs will be consumed in our land. Every works of darkness will be consumed in your family. Every works of darkness will be consumed in your relationship life. In the name of Jesus, until you arise and take your possession. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It says God is speaking. The everlasting God. The El Elyon. The Jehovah Mekodishem. is the one that is speaking. Thus says the Lord. The days are coming. I, God, the El Elyon. The Lord God of heaven and the earth. I will cause to be heard. An alarm of war in Rabbah of the Ammonites. And what will happen? He says there will be a desolate mound and our villages shall be burned with fire. Then Israel, then Otenaki will possess his inheritance in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. I said, Glory to God. Verse 2, the English Standard Version tells me that last part, then Israel shall dispossess those who are holding to our possession. This year, you will dispossess all the enemies. This year, you will dispossess all your enemies. This year, you will dispossess all your foes. In the name of Jesus. Anyone, any demon that is sitting on your inheritance, I'm declaring that their tenancy is over. I declare their tenancy over. I declare their tenancy over. Over your marriage, the devil's tenancy is over. Over your business, the devil's tenancy is over. May the Lord God, who is a consuming fire, begin to consume every shackles that have held you down. Begin to consume every shackles that have held down your business in the name of Jesus. He is a consuming fire. He's ready to burn down every works of darkness in your life and in your family. 
so that you can dispossess all the enemies of your possessions. In the name of Jesus. Please be seated. This is the almighty God speaking. Hallelujah. And you must be sensitive. I will cause to be heard an alarm of war in the rabbi of the Ammonites. Glory to God. I said glory to God. Time will not permit me. You know what? I just feel like staying here. Do you remember 2 Kings chapter 6? Where there was famine in the land. And men began to eat of their own flesh. Two, you remember those two women? Who offered to eat their sons for dinner. One after the other. And the first offered his son. They killed his son. Boiled it. And shared for supper. Between the two families. Amen. And what happened? After they finished. All the ones they put in the fridge and the freezer. Went to her friend. Okay. It's time for your rust to kill your son. Say, eh? Who? Kill who? Your son. We already killed my son and we ate him. It's not to kill your son. Say, me and you. And she hid her son. And they began a fight and carried themselves to the king. And when they got to the king, when the king had it, he tore his dress. Said, so this problem is this, this famine is this magnified. Give me Second Kings chapter 6. Say, is this this magnified? And then he said, go and call me the prophet. Hallelujah. So they sent for the prophet. Before they got to the prophet, the prophet saw the king's emissaries in the spirit coming. Say, this son of a bitch is asking for my head. Sometimes it takes us to be under pressure for the word of the Lord to come forth. And the servant of God spoke, tomorrow about this time, a bag of rice that is now selling for 45,000 will go back to 2,500. Yeah. Hallelujah. He prophesied. And when the message got back to the king, the king's peer, chief of staff, did not believe. He said, how can this thing be? You are saying, out of two thieves, choose none. They presented three presidential, two major presidential candidates, the two mainline parties. Out of two thieves, choose none. Out of two devils, choose none. So how shall this thing be? You are wondering. Pastor, there's only APC and APC. The other one, the obedience, they are still rising and trying to mobilize. They don't even have the money of these guys. These guys are loaded. And you are telling us, choose none. How shall this thing be? The chief of staff said, how shall this thing be? And the prophet said, your eyes will see it, your mouth will not taste it. May that never be your portion. May you believe the word of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. But you know when it was going to happen? Let's go there. If this is all we are able to do, I'm okay. Second Kings chapter 6. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, 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 oh. Ah. 
Hallelujah, Apostle Katarawa. Zente tu prakushe ke tu tieva zantata. Nkelerie pasaku tutu prakashe ke tu masata. Nkelerie posu katata prokuji ke tu tieva zanta. Karapaku jenge tu tieva zanda rabashi ke tu Mazantata prokushi ke tu masakata. Verse 32. Let's read from 29. You know the story from 29. So we boiled my son, ate him, and I said to her on the next day, give your son that we may eat him. But she has hidden her son. Smart woman. Next verse. Verse 30. God do so to me. Now it happened when the king heard the words of the woman, he tore his clothes as he passed by on the wall. The people looked, and there underneath he had sackcloth on his body. Then he said, God do so to me and more also, if the head of Elisha, the son of Shaphat, remains on him today. But Elisha was sitting in his house, and the elders were sitting with him. The king sent a man ahead of him, but before the messengers came to him, he said to the elders, Do you see how this son of a murderer has sent someone to take away my head? Look, when the messenger comes, shut the door and hold him fast at the door. Is not the sound of his master's feet behind him? And while he was still talking with them, there was the messenger coming, coming down to him. And when the king said, Surely this calamity is from the Lord. Why should I wait from the Lord any longer? Then Elisha said, chapter 7, Hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord, Tomorrow about this time, a cup of fine flour shall be sold for a shekel and two cups of barley for a shekel at the gate of Samaria. Hallelujah. So an officer on whose hand the king leaned, his PA, chief of staff, answered the man of God and said, Look, if the Lord will make windows in heaven, could this thing be? How can these things be? And he said, in fact, you will see it with your eyes, but you shall not. Hallelujah. Did you go to local primary school like I did? When your mother gives you something you take home and you want to eat during break, it is that you say, now you go take see and your mouth, no go touch her. Hallelujah. Is that not what is written there? In fact, you shall see it with your eyes, but you will not eat of it. Next verse. Now there were four leprous men at the entrance of the gate. And they said to one another, Why are we sitting here until we die? Why? If we say we'll enter the city, famine is in the city, we shall die there. If we sit here, we die also. Now therefore, come, let us surrender to the army of the Syrians. If they keep us alive, we shall live. If they kill us, we shall only... Man only die but once. James Hadley Chase, have you read it? Or James Bond? Men only die once. Glory, even lepers know that. Can I have an amen? Next verse. And they rose at twilight to go to the camp of the Syrians. They rose. This year you must arise. I said this year you must arise. You must arise in faith and take your destiny in your hands. And when they had come to the outskirts of the Syrian camp, to their surprise, no one was there. 
There was famine. What has happened? For the Lord had caused the army of the Syrians to do what? And the noise of horses. The noise of a great army. So they said to one another, look, the king of Israel has hired against us the kings of the Hittites, the kings of the Egyptians to attack us. And then what did they do? Therefore they arose and fled at at when did the lepers arise? The moment the lepers took a step of faith and said, you know what? We must arise. If we die, we'll die here. If we go, they kill us. They will. The moment they arose, God also, hallelujah, God also caused there to hear a voice. God has been waiting for you. He has been waiting for you. He's only waiting for you to arise. The moment you make up your mind and you arise in faith, God will honor himself. 2023, you will arise. 2023, you will arise in the name of Jesus. They arose. And when they, when they got there, the Bible says they arose and fled and left the camp intact. Their tents, their horses, their donkeys, and they fled for their... So what happened next? When these lepers came to the outskirts, they went into one earth, one tent. They saw the food, they ate, they drank. And they carried from it silver, gold, clothing, and they went and hid them. Then they came back, entered another tent, carried some there also, went and hid it. Hallelujah. They said to one another, we are not doing what is right. This is a day of good news. Say good news. Good news is coming your way. 2023 to be good news galore. It will be celebration galore. In the name of Jesus. When it begins to happen, don't keep quiet. It's because what you have is not enough. That's why you, you, you want to eat it. They went to hide, hide, hide. There was no need to hide anymore. They said, look, this is, what we are doing is not right. If we wait until morning light, some punishment will come upon us. Now, therefore, come, let us go and tell the king's household. Glory to God. But with the point I'm emphasizing, when the lepers arose at twilight, that is what I call prophetic synchronization. Prophetic synchronization. God is just waiting for you to arise. The moment you arise in faith, he will set in motion the heavens to honor you. This year, the Lord will honor you. He will honor your faith. In the name of Jesus. So he caused a noise to be heard in the enemy's camp. They heard the sound of horses, hoofs, artillery bomb, and they say, eh, this king has gone to hire the king of the Hittites. They've gone to hire the soldiers. And then they fled and left everything. Hallelujah. And what happened? When they told the king and they went to investigate the price of rice crash from 45000 to 2005. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's read on. 11. Look, God will perform a miracle this year. Nigeria will experience her miracle in the name of Jesus. A miracle that will make us the sign no show of all eyes of the world. A miracle like the world has never seen. Because some people will just feel gay they will leave everything they have labored for in the midst of it. They will leave it in the midst of it and run for their lives 
for God to intervene in the name of Jesus. The gate speakers called and they told him to be the, to the king's household inside. And then what happened? So the king arose in the night and said to his servants, let me now tell you what the Syrians have done to us. Unbelieving king. They know that we are hungry. Therefore, they have gone out of the camp to hide themselves in the field. Say, when they come out of the city, we shall catch them alive. Unbelieving king. You will not be unbelieving this year. And get into the... He was trying to rationalize what God has done. So what happened? Next verse. And one of his servants answered and said, Please, let several men take five of the remaining horses which are left in the city. They finished killing them for food. Look, they may either become like all the multitude of Israel that are left in it, or indeed, I say, they may become like all the multitude of Israel left from those who are consumed. Let us send them and see. And when they sent them, they took two chariots with two horses out of five, and the king sent them in the direction of the Syrian army, saying, go and see. They went after them to the Jordan. Indeed, all the road was full of what? Garments and weapons which the Syrians had thrown away in their... Who was chasing them? The voice of the Lord. They were hearing sounds and hoofs of horses and chariots and they began to run. So the messengers returned and told the king. Now listen. Then the people went out and plundered the tent of the Syrians. So a bag of rice was sold for 2,500 and two bags of barley beans for a shekel according to the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now the king had appointed the officer on whose hand he leaned to have charge of the gate. His PA, chief of staff, said, you be in charge of the gate. Make sure everything is in order. But the people trampled him in the gate and he died. Just as the man of God has said who spoke when the king came down to him. The word of the Lord cannot but be fulfilled in your life. If God has said it, it will find expression. The Lord will perform his word in your life. In the name of Jesus. Friends, how did we get here? Jeremiah 49 verse 2. Jeremiah 49 verse 2. Therefore behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, that I will cause to be heard an alarm of in Rabbah of the Ammonites, in the camp of your enemy, and it shall be a desolate mount, and our villages shall be burned with fire. Then you will rise to possess your possessions in the name of Jesus. We went to that story to show you the possibilities of God. Because when you read that, it will cause an alarm of war to be had. What is he talking of? The God that catches us without running after us. The God that is able to sit on his throne in heaven. Have you not heard the song that was sung today? El Elyon. The Lord God of heaven and the earth is ready to perform his word in our lives as individuals, as families, as businesses, and as a nation. The words that he has spoken concerning us. He says it's our year of turnaround from mourning to dancing. Every month of this year will be celebration for you. In the name of Jesus. You shall not need to fight in this battle. Because God has gone ahead of us. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. 
Hallelujah. Wow, wow, wow. Verse number three. Glory to God. You know something? Rise up on your feet. Choir, jump on the stage. We're going to take that song again. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, 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 oh. It's time for you to possess your possession. It's time for you to dispossess the enemy of your possessions. They have sat on your possession for too long. They have sat on your inheritance for too long. I want you to lift up your voice and say, Lord, let this word find fulfillment in my life. Let it find fulfillment in my family. Let it find fulfillment in my marriage. Any devil that is sitting on my marriage, any devil that is sitting on my inheritance, any devil that is sitting on my business, any devil that is sitting upon the life of my children, get hold. Let the fire of God begin to consume you. Let the fire of God begin to consume you. In the name of Jesus, Lord, cause an alarm of war to be heard in Rabbah. Cause an alarm of war to be heard in the camp of my enemies. Cause an alarm of war to be heard in the camp of my enemies. Cause an alarm of war to be heard. Zenderebo Sopra, lift up your voice and activate this word in your life. Activate it in your family. Activate it in your marriage. Activate it in your business. Activate it in our nation. Yes, 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 yes. Over your family. Milcom shall not take over your cities. Where the unfaith, where the war God of this world has taken over, begin to dethrone them. As that the fire of God will dethrone every Milcom, every Chemosh, every Milcom, every Chemosh, every Ashtoreth, every other God that is not the living God. Let them perish. 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 In the life of my daughters, in the life of our ministry, in the body life of our church, Lord, let the devil and his cohorts be frustrated. Lord, you are a consuming fire. Let your fire consume all the works of darkness in our ministry, in our businesses, in our family. Yes, Lord. Cause the enemy to hear the alarm of war. The alarm of war. The alarm of war. Reggae go so I can't feel you. I can't feel you. Open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and pray. On your relationship, the enemy has had a few days. Lord, I needed to show me your side. So today I challenge heaven. Get 
Prepare me for my next Yes, Lord. Prepare us for our next move. My first is Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Come through for us, oh Lord. Come through for us, oh God. Come through for us, oh Lord. Come through for us, oh Lord. Come through for us, oh Lord. Lord, I need you to show me your Lord, I need you to show me And we have come to the end of yet another intriguing session of the PPA Fan Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. We hope this message has touched your heart and inspired you to be a light in your marketplace. So, in order to stay connected and access more empowering content, kindly visit our website at ppafan.org. Now, always remember, you are a citizen of heaven and God's ambassador here on earth. May God's love and grace guide you in all your endeavors. Until next time, goodbye and God bless.